there's so many things that people connect to. Like people have told me they've connected to like being on other planets or in other galaxies and like all of these different things. So you're really just like connecting, like I said, with the quantum field. So like whatever kind of wants to come through at that time that's really like led by spirit, I feel like will come through at that time. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Now What? I'm your host, JR. And I'm your host, Helen. Awaken Now What is a podcast that illuminates your spiritual awakening and ascension. And our guest today is Elise Bassine. Welcome to the show, Elise. Welcome, Elise. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you here. So a little bit about yourself. You were featured on Oprah Magazine. You're a mental health professional. You're a spiritual mentor, breathwork practitioner, CEO of Elise Breathes, and the host of Reclaiming Consciousness. Now, you run a very successful business and a very successful podcast. Do you mind telling the listeners out there who aren't familiar with you or your work a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, where to start? (laughs) Um, I've kind of been on this journey my whole life. always been super tuned in and spiritual and always kind of had a deeper understanding people and what was going on always was super tuned into people's feelings and just really like new things without knowing how i knew them i guess you could say um but my first what i like to call my first spiritual awakening happened around the age of 19 um i was struggling at the time with an eating disorder i just really started searching for answers and i discovered breath that's when i discovered breath work i first i discovered yoga and then i immediately after that discovered breath work and it just was something that really just drew me in because i was always very interested in understanding different perspectives of reality and changing our perspective of reality and widening our perspective of reality and breath work um, was kind of like doing psychedelics without the drugs. You know, you could really start to expand your view of reality and understand things on a much deeper level. So I started my business in the end of 2019. And it's just really, you know, it's really evolved very quickly in that short amount of time. When I started out, I thought I was just going to be doing breath work with people. And it's just very quickly evolved into all of the other things that I do now, um, which is, you know, a lot of deep trauma work, uh, helping people with business, people with money, the Akashic Records. um, And I have various programs on my podcast, like you mentioned. So um, you know, just really supporting people in various ways on the journey to awakening. Um, now, we're going to center this discussion around the power of breathwork, and there's no one better to do it than Miss Elise Bassine. Now, Elise, how does breathwork uh, trigger some sort of transformation or even a spiritual awakening? 
Yeah. So um, the way that I like to describe it, <clears throat> I, I feel like when you use the breath, there's kind of two things that are happening. One is that you are thrusting yourself into the present moment. So when you're using the breath, if you think about it, you can't take a breath in the past and you can't take a breath in the future. So you're forcing yourself to be present with your breath. And the present moment is the quantum field, right? It's where infinite possibilities exist. So as you are continuously putting yourself into the present moment, you're connecting with this field of infinite possibility. So things begin to expand for you because you're continuously connecting with this field of infinite possibility. So all of a sudden, infinite possibilities start to become available to you. So people will start to notice that their view of reality starts to expand simply by regularly connecting in with the quantum field. So there's that piece of it. And then the other piece of it is that when you use the breath, you're moving energy, right? So it's different than meditation in the sense that you're actively moving energy in the body. And what happens is when you start to move energy is all of the stuck energy that we're holding, which is a lot of stuck energy. You think about like all growing up and through most of your adult life, we are human beings with emotion and we have never had any modeling or been shown how right. to deal with our emotions in any capacity. So most of us have emotions and we don't allow ourselves to fully feel them. And they're just kind of stuck in the body waiting to be because an emotion is just, you know, it's energy that just needs to move and be expressed. But if we don't allow it to have that expression, it's kind of just waiting there in the body, creating this stuck energy, which is which is why so many people are triggered by little things and they don't know why they're triggered or why right. people have anxiety because there's all of this built up emotional energy that needs to be expressed that they don't know how to express. It's also why people get depressed or whatever those things are, it's usually a result of a lot of unprocessed emotional energy and a lot of things that have happened that they haven't fully processed. So when we start to move energy in the body, this emotional energy that is just sitting there starts to move and we actually have the chance to confront what's present for us and move through it instead of it just sitting there and us reacting to things that we don't even really know what we're reacting to because we're reacting to things that have happened in the past that we haven't fully processed. So the breath allows that energy to move so that you can begin to actually react to life from a place of the present moment instead of reacting to the past. And then the other thing that happens with the breath is it gives you access to the subconscious so a lot of what we're reacting to or basing our lives up are beliefs that we created from the ages of zero to seven that are living in our subconscious, right? Based on what we saw in the world, based on how people treated us, based on what we witnessed people, how we witnessed people treating each other, mostly our parents, right? And we made these unconscious decisions about what kind of place the world is and who we are based on what we witnessed. And we're carrying these beliefs in our subconscious, right? Yeah. So what happens with the breath is it gives us access to the subconscious. So all of a sudden, you'll have these awarenesses of like, oh, wow, I remember that moment when my mom said this to my dad and I decided that money was unavailable to me or whatever mm -hmm. the belief is, right? 
but you start to have these deeper awarenesses about the things that you're playing out in life that you might not have been aware of. So once you allow those subconscious beliefs to rise into the conscious, then you have an awareness of them. You can actually make a different decision, right? You can be like, oh, wow, I'm just playing out this belief about money that isn't even mine that I witnessed from growing up. And now I can choose something different. So it just opens up this whole reality that you wouldn't have been aware of previously. And especially in the beginning, it gives people so much momentum in places where they previously have felt stuck because you're just moving that energy out of. Right. As Eckhart Tolle states in one of his, I think it was the power of now, uh, the best way to connect to the present moment is to connect to the breath. And I remember that so distinctly in one, in that book. And I had an interesting yeah. experience with, uh, uh, breathwork. My girlfriend was leading a breathwork session with a couple of our friends uh, a few months ago. And I was laying on the couch and the woman was laying about five feet away from me on a yoga mat. And we were inhaling and exhaling very deeply for about an hour. And about midway through it, the, the woman to my left, she tenses up and begins to, she starts to scream like these blood curdling screams they were piercing and I, at one point i was afraid that you know we might get the cops called on us because it was <laughs> it was it was intense it was intense and it was her releasing all that trauma that stuck energy like exactly like you were talking about and w when you're increasing the breath you're also increasing in increasing the chi your your the body's energy throughout the whole thing you're increasing in vibration do you have one technique or do you have a, a wide array of techniques that you utilize I have one technique that I was trained in and then I've kind of taken it and made it my own. Um, and I've tried other techniques, but this is just my favorite and what I feel really works. So what I teach people is called conscious connected breathing. So it's super simple. It's just breathing in and out through the mouth in a circular pattern with no space between the inhale and the exhale. So it's just circular breath moving. And and the reason why we use the mouth is because you just get in that way. Right. Um, and it, it allows the momentum to move. Um, sometimes with the nose, it can be more like, and there's nothing wrong with breathing in out through the nose. It's just a different experience where it can be a little more like relaxing and creates more of like a relaxing feeling in the body where like this, what we're going for here is moving energy. So it's less about like relaxing the body and there's nothing wrong with relaxing the body either, but right. it's like, we want to move energy. We want energy to process and move and we want to get momentum. So that's why we use the mouth. And then also just to speak to what you shared about like the woman screaming and stuff, there is, it's very interesting because, you know, with breath work, you can either do it on your own or with somebody one-on-one -on -one or in a group and there's benefits to both. And one of the benefits of the group is that you have other people who are processing emotions and it actually helps you to process emotions as well. So, and I've been in those situations too. Like there was, this, when I lived in Arizona, there was one uh, breathwork session I went to where everybody was screaming like crazy. And I was just like, oh, wow. Um, cause it is, it does get to be a lot sometimes. Right. Um, but there is benefit in breathing with other people because mm -hmm. you will all kind of have this like, symbiotic experience where whatever one person is experiencing affects the other person and it allows everybody to kind of like move through stuff and release things that they might not have gotten to otherwise so they both kind of have their benefits 
and sometimes people will have that reaction, but also right. it's not necessary for something to happen, you know? And like, that's right. the other nothing thing too. I feel like people fine. are always like, <laughs> yeah, like people are, people always say to me too, well, I did the breath work and like nothing happened. And I'm like, and they're like, is it working? And I'm like, yes, you don't have to like have like a crazy crying experience or a crazy memory of something in order for it to work like just the fact that you're doing it it's working and it's usually working on levels that you might not even realize until later on at some point i'm curious to know some of the physiological responses of the body and the chemistry behind it like uh i heard we possibly can increase dmt production through intense breath work um what are some of the other what's some of the other chemistry behind this well, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that it definitely, the whole purpose of it is to increase levels of alive, right? So a lot of times we're walking around and we are kind of what I like to say, living in this little sliver of what's available, right? So it's like what was available to us is like all this out here. I know you can't see my arms when I'm reaching my arms out really far. We're kind of living in this sliver of um, of what we feel comfortable with, right? Based on our fears, based on our traumas, based on what's happened in the past, based on what we've seen from other people. And we're kind of allowing only this much life force in because we don't want to make ourselves too uncomfortable. So we kind of live in this like, okay, I'm just going to talk to these people and do these things and go to this job and I'm not going to like expand myself too much because that would be too uncomfortable so we're it's like we're only letting a certain amount of life force energy in and also when we're living with like all of this stuck energy that also blocks the chi or the life force from coming right? right so once you start to use the breath and you start to release a lot of this stuck energy you start to expand out from this liver and let more life force energy in and that can translate to so many different things, right? It can translate to more money. It can translate to more love. It can translate to more feelings of aliveness, right? Where you just start to allow more in because you're letting go of your fears from the past. You're letting go of your belief systems about what is available to you or how you're limited, right? And you start mm -hmm. to let go of that stuff and you start to allow more life force into the body so the way that i see it and i don't know how this relates like emically but i know that you are allowing more life force energy mm -hmm. more energy into the body and you actually start to allow yourself to live a fuller life you know and and the other thing that i like to do with people too is we do the uh the breath work in cold water right and that is really powerful too in releasing fear and releasing some of that stuck emotional energy that kind of holds us in these like lower levels of aliveness or lower levels of consciousness where we don't allow ourselves to, you know, experience too much. Um, it allows us to let go of some of that and let go of fear so that you feel more alive essentially because i think a lot of people are walking around not even realizing that they are operating on this like lower level of aliveness mm -hmm. lower frequency uh my girlfriend told me an interest i mean breath work has a tremendous effect on the immune system 
And my girlfriend, she, she's so heavily into breath work. Yeah. And she told me the story of this man who had COVID and was trying to, to went to the doctor and the doctor was trying to give him all these type of meds and didn't want the meds and was doing his own research and found that breath can actually, like you said, like we've been talking about, move stuck energy, open you up even more to, to higher energies. And so he treated himself strictly through breath work. And he recovered in like, she was telling me like two days, two, three days, just through breath work, just through breath work. So I what, believe that yeah. for sure. Right. What other types of effects does it have on the immune system? Can it get us through other types of diseases, illnesses? Um, well, first of all, I think it's possible to use it in so many different situations having to do with your health. But um and I also think that your immunity is directly related to like your emotional health and well-being and just like your general outlook on life. Like I definitely think those two things are related and also just like your ability to use the power of your own intention and your own belief systems. Um, I think those are directly related to your immunity. Like I literally talk to myself and be like, we are going to be really healthy and I have the intention that I completely trust that you're going to be able to bite off anything that I come across. And also I have the acute, I'm holding like the acute awareness that if I happen to get sick, there is a deeper reason behind it. Like nothing is random, right? right? Even if it's like as simple as I needed to rest and I wasn't allowing myself to rest, or maybe I had to go into this like state of being sick so I could open up to these like deeper levels of consciousness like there's always reasons behind things so like when you use breath work to start to access like these higher levels of consciousness and you start operating from this much more intentional place you realize that you actually have the power to decide how things unfold in your life versus feeling like you need to protect yourself from something or that you have to like be afraid that something is going to happen right so i think like overall that's like the overarching theme that i would say is one of the gifts of using this practice is you start to really anchor into and understand the power that you have in creating the reality that you experience um so you know you really can use your intentionality to create everything like i i'm always telling people this i'm like Everything I do, I create like a very solid intention around it. As little as like getting on a call with a client or getting on one of my group calls, I'm always like, this call is going to turn out better than I can imagine right now. And it always does, right? Because we hold that power to inform the energy that we're going to experience instead of thinking that the we have to like respond to the energy that we see in front of us. So, and I think the when I first started doing all of my breathwork training is kind of like the first awakening I had to this understanding that we actually create our reality and we're the ones who are facilitating that versus it just happening to us. And I think that's the biggest paradigm shift that we can make is really coming into that understanding that um, nothing is happening to you. Um, it's all unfolding for you and you get to um, create the results that you desire in your life. I mean, obviously, it's not that easy. We have to 
through an initiation of dealing with our shadows and all of that stuff. But ultimately, like that's the reality of the situation. I love the way you like that you convey and like teach these knowings and and the way that it's beneficial for our bodies and our energetic beings. Um, do you do your sessions um, online with people or do you have a studio? Um, yeah, I mostly work online. Um, when I first started my business, it was like, like I said, it was late 2019. So I was doing a little bit of in-person stuff. And then, you know, COVID happened and I was just fully online and I'm still fully online. But I do do retreats now as well. I just had my first wow. retreat in August and I have my next retreat coming up in April in Costa Rica, Ooh. which I'm really excited about. So, you know, there is some chance for in-person, but mostly everything I do is online. I wanted to ask you about, I think you talked about this in one of your podcast episodes, how breathwork can heighten your intuitive psychic abilities. Can you speak more on that? Oh, yeah, definitely. So one of the things that happens is, um, you know, I always say there's kind of this symbiotic, almost like yin and yang relationship between having a spiritual awakening or growing your spiritual gifts and healing trauma, right? So it's like what I see with people is that as they heal their trauma, their spiritual, psychic, and intuitive gifts just naturally come online. It's just a natural byproduct of healing your trauma. And then the same thing, whereas if you come at it from the other lens, or if you're like wanting to really dive deep into developing your intuitive and psychic abilities, you're naturally just going to to heal trauma. That's just what's going to happen. So I see this with people all the time and I use breath work to help people heal trauma. I do think it's one of the most powerful tools in moving through trauma. So what ends up happening is as that trauma, those old belief systems, all of that old stuck energy, that lower vibration energy clears out of the body, you just naturally become such a clear channel for the messages from spirit for, you know, connecting with your guides, connecting with your higher self. And that right. stuff just naturally starts to come through. I know for me, now when I do breath work, all I'm getting is like creative ideas, messages, inspiration. Like it right. just all just comes through so strongly. Mm -hmm. um, and not to say like everyone has trauma to continue to heal and all of that, you know, but um, as you kind of shift some of that, you know, really dense energy that's there then when you use the breath work you just are kind of connecting to this higher place and people have had so many experiences people tell me all the time like oh my gosh i had this message come through i had this idea come through i connected to you know my higher self i saw all of the things like guide these images with these visions like it really is amazing um you know what you can connect to because People have such a range of experiences with the breath work too. Like it can range from having, you know, old memories or emotions come up to connecting with these higher ideas, these higher energies, like connecting with their guides, you know, having these amazing like visions. Like there's so many things that people connect to. Like people have told me they've connected to like being on other planets or in other galaxies and like all of these different things. So you're really just like connecting, like I said, with the quantum field. So like whatever 
kind of wants to come through at that time that's really like led by spirit I feel like will come through at that time so it's just a matter of like being an allowance of that and also like trusting even if that doesn't happen to you right away that like it's okay too (laughs) you know what I mean and also the other thing I like to tell people is there's never just one way that you're going to receive psychic messages or you're going to receive messages from spirit like I think people like have this misconception that you know like the the skies are gonna part and like there's (laughs) gonna be like this like you know what I mean like this like message coming down like it's not like that. Like it, you have to be open to all of the different ways that you receive information. Like I know that I receive information sometimes in like the the littlest of ways. Like it'll be like I'll be shown like a memory of someone saying something in the past that's actually like a message of what I need to apply right now. Or it'll be somebody like saying something to me that's really small that will like illuminate something for me. Like you have to kind of be open to understanding that you're always receiving messages. It's just about you actually trusting that that's what's happening. And trust can be so hard for people, huh? Yes, it's really (laughs) challenging. I think that's the biggest thing. And I know for me that um, once I decided to trust the information that I was receiving, that's when everything really opened up. And I do think, I truly believe, and I actually actually just finished an eight-week program that I taught specifically around trust because I really do believe that that's how I grew my business so quickly was because I just really like moved from a deep place of trusting my inner knowing and not really questioning anything. Like I was just like, oh, I know I should do this. Like, does it logically make sense? Is it crazy to spend this much money? Does this like None of it made sense, but I just like did it because I just trusted this feeling that I had. And I really do think that that's why I moved so quickly because that's a, a missing piece for a lot of people is they might be getting a, in, getting information or they might have a knowing, but they just don't trust it because like we're so conditioned to look outside of ourselves for validation. And if there's nothing outside of them that's validating it, they won't trust it. Your work with the Akashic Records, does breathwork allow you to access it more freely? I think so, yeah. I mean, I kind of the way that I kind of combine the two is a lot of um, the way that I facilitate breathwork with my clients is I create recordings for them mm-hmm. um, that they can then use and breathe on their own with the recording. So I'm like guiding them through on the recording. So that way they have the recording and they can do it whenever they need to do it. So they're not relying on me to be there for them. Um, So what I do is for either a specific client or for a specific topic, I will go into the records and channel what needs to be said during the breathwork session. So it's almost like a frequency upgrade for people where I'm kind of tuning into what needs to come through for them so that they can breathe and kind of shift their frequency to the next level that they're meant to go to. Um, And then I also have different breathwork sessions that I create around specific topics, like um, in my program, The Metamorphosis, which is um, my, it's like my flagship program to heal familial and ancestral trauma. I have created breathwork sessions around like a 
number of different topics to help you move through different patterns and levels of trauma. Um, and I have breathwork sessions specific to each thing. So it's like I'm kind of channeling like what they need to hear and what they need to kind of feel and tune into in order to shift that specific thing. So um, I I kind of use the Akashic Records in that way as well, combined with the breathwork. But um, with the Akashic Records, it's really interesting because I didn't actually learn about them until I started my business. But once I learned about them, I realized that I'd always been in the Akashic Records. Yeah. I just didn't know that that's what I was doing. <laughs> um, so it's always been something that's really easy for me to access. Um, but I definitely think the breathwork has just facilitated an opening for me in general in so many ways that it made, makes it easier for me to um, not only willing to access, but to trust the information that I can feel and receive. Because it's the Akashic Records are interesting because I receive information in a number of different ways. Um, and sometimes it can be not confusing but i just have to be like oh wow okay i'm i'm feeling this i'm seeing this i'm hearing this like you kind of have to learn how to to uh like decode all of it and then translate it for people into words and things that they can understand because a lot of times i'll see things in like a visual and then i'll kind of have to like interpret what i'm seeing for people or i'll just start to feel a really strong emotion around something and then I'll have to kind of translate okay well this is kind of what this is about so it helps me with with just trusting all of that and trusting that process that's really cool I don't know that I've heard other practitioners kind of fuse um you know because some people are like I'm an Akashic Records reader I'm a breathwork practitioner and it's like this is the first I've get to like be giddy about like oh com combo <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean there's so many different things that like i've kind of combined to, to kind of create my own methodology and just kind of you know there's so many different elements of things that i kind of fuse together and and just my own knowing of stuff to to create the methodology that i use so it has a lot of different elements to it quick question do you are you, I mean, you're familiar with the Wim Hof method, right? Yes. I do that every day. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Do you have other methods uh, that you would recommend? It's interesting. I like it really depends on the person. It's interesting because I, um, I was never a fan of any kind of breathwork techniques where you have to hold the breath. Oh. And I think it's because it just always made me really uncomfortable. But it's interesting because just recently, um, I've been um, we I have a yoga instructor that comes to the house every week, and he um, has been doing some like breath retention with us at the end with my husband and I. And I actually, for the first time, have been able to to do it right. um, and kind of see what the benefits of it are. But I was so resistant to it for so long because it just it made me uncomfortable. Like, mm. I don't know. There was something about holding my breath that like, I don't know, maybe I like drowned in a past life. I have <laughs> no idea, but it was just like something that like I didn't like, right. um, but I, I've been doing it. And you know, the last couple of weeks he's been doing it with us and I actually can see the benefit to it now. So there are some, like he does this one with us where like you breathe in for a count of like 
I don't know, like six or seven. And then you hold it for like, I don't know, 30 seconds or something. And then you breathe out like really slowly. Um, and that has a lot of benefit to it. I definitely feel like it, um, it just helps with this level of like, like really like, um, like this level of focus, mm-hmm. I guess you could call it that, um, that is challenging for me, but it kind of gives you this level of like calm focus. So that's a really cool one. Um, and then I, I have done Wim Hof and I do think there's benefits to it. I personally feel like it like gives me a little bit of anxiety, um, which is why I prefer the method that I do. But, um, you know, I know there's a ton of different right. breath work methods. I just like stick to mine because I like it. But yeah. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not like closed off to anything right. else. It's just something that I've always done and I've always learned. And what I love about the breath work that I use is it's so simple, right? There's like not you don't have to think about too much. Like I know with a lot of these other methods, it's like, okay, this like one two like there's like all these things you have to think about and like that kind of throws me off too because i've never been good at like like um remembering like dance steps or like hand eye coordination or stuff and or anything so like if it's something that i don't have to think about where i just like get into like a rhythm with it that's helpful for me too but i do like when like i've i've done Wim Hof and i've Mm -hmm. definitely got some benefits out of it it's just it takes me a little longer to like get into it right right it's a uh, a great beginner type of breath work practice um it's it's kind of what i uh recommend to all, all my clients but you can definitely get so much more intricate with it so much more complex with it now we've reached the now what section of our episode so elise is there what more would you like the listeners to know perhaps on the benefits of breath work or why they might need breath work in their lives or anything that is the last thoughts for you? Um, I mean, I definitely feel like if you feel the pull to try it and see how it could benefit you, but then if you do feel drawn to it and you know it could help you, my biggest um, piece of advice would be to get support with it because it's not like you can only go so far on your own. You definitely need someone guiding you and supporting you to go deeper and really get like the full benefits of what it could offer you. Um, So I definitely recommend, you know, getting support from somebody who has experience to help you kind of move through the deeper emotions and stuff that will come up because that's something that's pretty hard to navigate on your own. Amazing words from Elise Bassine. And Elise, where can the listeners find you? You can find me um, on Instagram at Elise underscore breathes. Um, Like you mentioned, I have a podcast called Reclaiming Consciousness, which is a great way to connect with me. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Um, You can sign up for my email list at EliseBreathes.com, where you'll get that breathwork session sent to your inbox. Awesome. And I'll make sure to put all that info in the show notes. Uh, Thank you so much, Elise. That's been so fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. If you like this episode, please subscribe. I'm JR. And I'm Helen. Join us over on Discord so we can talk more about breathwork. See you guys next time.